Welcome to the Button to Christ Ministries podcast. Here you will find powerful messages from our ministry founder and president, Patrick Baker. You will also hear interviews and testimonies, all designed to encourage God's people to come higher in Christ Jesus and experience true power in Him. Join us every week on our prayer line every Tuesday and Friday morning at 5 a.m. and Tuesday and Friday nights at 7.30 and 9 p.m. respectively. All times are Eastern Standard Time. And now, without further ado, sit back and enjoy the Button to Christ Ministries podcast. Happy Sabbath, Sister Melanie. Sabbath, Sister Noreen. Happy Sabbath, everyone. Can you hear me? Praise the Lord, my sister. Yes, okay. Lord, I want to be a Christian in my Holy. 
everybody on the line was blessed. I want to be a Christian in my heart. Glory, glory, glory to God. Hallelujah. And we will uh, segue this program to the man of the hour, our man of God, Brother Patrick Baker. Happy Sabbath, Brother Patrick. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Sister Noreen. Praise the Lord. Happy Sabbath to everyone. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Uh, I'm just here pacing back and forth because uh, that song just touched my heart. Thank you, Sister Melanie. It says, I want to be a Christian in my heart. It's deep. It's not surface. It's in our heart. That's where God wants us to be a Christian, deep inside, nothing surface. Lord of mercy, I want to be a Christian. I truly want to be a Christian from my heart. Do you, brethren, listening tonight, do you really want to be a Christian from your heart? It meant that God will lead, God will take control, and he will direct it won't be us. It won't be ourselves. It would be Christ operating in us. That's just powerful. I want to be a Christian. You know, my heart. You know, my heart, Lord. I want to be a Christian. Mercy, mercy. I'm just going to say a prayer right now before I say something else. Let's pray. Father in heaven, great God, we are so grateful and thankful for this Sabbath hour that you have called your people in such a time like this. Lord, we're so grateful that the Sabbath is here, where we can rest in thee, 
rest and be rested for the day tomorrow. Lord, we praise you. We exalt you and high. Lord, touch every heart that is listening from around the world. Please, O oh God of glory, touch your people right now. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, please, O oh God, touch your people now and just give us the power. Give us an unction from heaven even now. Let the power be seen on your Sabbath. Let glory touch down now. And let glory just keep going up. As the praises goes up, Lord, let the blessings and the power come down. Father, protect your people who are calling from around the world. Please, O oh God, protect your people right now. Lord, we know you're here with us. You love us. You cares for us. So we turn everything over into your hands now. And we know, God, that the word tonight is your words, not mine. Please, Heavenly Father, have thine own way now. We praise you and exalt you in Jesus' name. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. Um, um, tomorrow, um, we're teaming up with our home-based church, Ajax, SDA Church. We're having a prayer and fasting. So right after the, the sermon, BTC, Ajax sermon, we're going to go right into testimonies, and it's going to be a really powerful day. You can log on onto the same Button to Christ or Ajax um, um, Zoom, and you will able to to be part of the fellowship and what the Lord plans to do. So plan to be there and and experience the power. And 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 the, the topic is prayer works. You know, we're gonna talk about prayer works. You know, does it really work? Do you really believe? God wants to take us to the next level. But are we ready? Praise the Lord. So plan to be there in Jesus' name. Amen. Um, yes, yeah, so we're going to get into the word right now. I want you to turn with me in your Bible. Bible is the first Kings chapter 18. And I'm going to be reading verse 21. Then I'll be jumping down to 30. And then I'm going to 36. We all know, we all know the word already and how powerful the Bible is and his word. So, you know, I'm just praising the Lord for what he's about to do. Um, this week, my week is always a trying week. Because there's so many people to help around the globe. So many people and we're limited. I was speaking with somebody today and they said to me, well, if the Lord give you the gift 
you know, we just have to use the gift and we just have to pray right now and ask the Lord to extend his mercies and to give others the gift, you know, others the gift because it's needed. A lot of people around the world is struggling with demon possession. You know, a lot of people are struggling and they're wondering, is there help available? Is there help available? So, you know, God is able to help. So I was saying today, it was a lot of calls from the whole week. whole week we were going through bombardment of people that needs to be free. And the question is, this is the last days. Christ is about to come and is looking for people who are willing to help and people who believe in the power. Um, before I open the word, you know, this morning I mentioned about speaking with someone who needed prayer and for their children. And by talking to them, their children was involved in all different types of video games that causes issues. And, you know, a lot of people did not know, and they still don't know, that these pose a threat to our young people. And God is saying to us, we have to use wisdom in what our children watch and what we do. We have to use wisdom. Okay, before I talk about the power of God here in prayer, I'm going to open the line to probably two or three questions. And please, if you have a question in your heart, and you don't know, it's a war for your question, and you're struggling with it, I'm going to ask you to unmute your phone and just tell your name and where you're calling from. And I'm only answering like, really, you know, we want to move on short, but I'm impressed to do that. So if you have a question, you don't understand, and it understand, and you just want to know about warfare, just say your name, press star, star. I'll take three questions before I open the word further. Is there any such one? Okay. So there's no one then. Remember, you have to unmute your phone if you want to star star. If you want to ask a question, I'll give one more minute. Okay. So we're going to move on then. Brother Patrick? Yes, yes. 
Yes. Happy Sabbath. This is um, Brother Harold. Okay, Brother Harold. Um, Praise the, question, the Lord. Amen. Um, the question that, that I have is, um, uh, it's not really a warfare question, but it's a question about um, God healing. Because mm-hmm. we, we know that God heals, right? And um, if we just, pr- if we pray to God, okay, we know that God wills us to be healthy, right? And to have a healthy lifestyle and stuff like that. But if someone yeah. is like extremely sick um, and then we pray for the person, but the Lord decides that he is not going to heal the person, um, it, like, how do we distinguish between like when God wills it and when he doesn't want it, like when God doesn't want to heal the person. Okay. That's that's, that's for me. Okay. All right. No, thank you, my brother. Powerful. Um, so brother Harold is saying to me then if somebody's sick and they want their child or their loved ones to be healed and they pray for the person, how do you know if it is God's will for them to be healed or not? if God willed it to be healed. Okay, what is happening is here, the Lord promised that if we have faith and and, and we pray in, in James chapter 5, the Lord says, if there's any sick amongst us, let him call for the elders and the prayer of faith will heal the sick. So therefore, if the one that is praying have faith, and the person who are prayed for have the faith, and you prayed and done according to the will of God, and the person is not healed, then in the cases that I have dealt with, most time the Lord will tell you why, or he will say there's something blocking, or you need to go confess this sin, there's something why you're not healed. The Lord will show, but that's if you tarry in prayer. Because when we're praying for people to be healed, we tarry. We don't just do one prayer and then say amen. We kept praying and asking the Lord for the breakthrough and asking, is there blockages? Is it me? What is it, Lord, that is pre- preventing the breakthrough from coming? So I, it can go both ways, where if the person praying don't have the faith, and or if they have skeleton in their closet, meaning they have um, issues that haven't been dealt with properly. They are praying for somebody, but they they are angry with somebody. So the prayer cannot come to according to the will of God because they are harboring unforgiveness or doubt. You know, but if the person is in right standing, and the person who they are praying for have the faith then the healing should happen. But if it don't happen, God will reveal it and says, pray or come to me again in fasting because God could want to teach you something through the process. We've seen a lot of time um, people pray and the Lord did not heal them at that moment. He waited because they were growing and he was nourishing them to that full mess or where he wants to take them. So, 
it can be answered in different ways. I can only do it through my experience that we went to pray for many people and a lot of them didn't get healed because they didn't believe or they were involved in something secretly and they did not disclose it. And it took a long time of wasting our time, I would say, of praying, praying, praying when they know that they were hands were in evil. And it's a long time before it was exposed after we prayed and spent hours and days and days. So the individual who needs to be set free need to confess and make things right with God. And then the team will go and pray and the individual will be healed. If it's not God's will, God will show you. If you tarry in prayer, if you don't, then you're just going to say, you know, some people say, I have the faith and I come and pray. And some people get discouraged when they don't see the healing. But you know what? God will see the bigger picture. And if there's something in your life that you don't even remember, it will still be a blockage. So there's many ways, my brother, to answer that. Amen. Is there any other question? Anybody else before I open the word? Hi, Brother Patrick. Yes, hello. Hi, Sister Augustine here. Someone called me today with a concern that each time she goes on Facebook, she keeps seeing dead people. Do you have any idea what that would be? She said it's been happening for a while. Okay. The person going on Facebook and they're seeing dead people on her page. Well, it could signify a lot of different things. Um, um, and I may tell you this, that um, I seen pornography popping up on my phone. And I've never gone to a pornography website before. But I preach about pornography. So, therefore, the phone is very sensitive at times. And they pick up information and send you information you know, if you just speak out and say, I want a, a, a Ford car, the phone, the, the technology can pick it up and start to send you all ads concerning that. You know, I'm just telling you one way. When it comes to Facebook and it's popping up, there is a reason if it's popping up, it's unusual. You know, so I would have to know the detail of the person's background and what they're involved in. Or what you know means because sometimes we don't get the full picture to analyze, you know. But that sounds a little bit off the the record, so off the book. So we can pray about it, and we have to know more, sister, because if it's popping up, what's their lifestyle like? What's their connection? Is there generational curses? There's something in the lineage. There's many questions to be asked. So we'll have to definitely talk to that individual and get more detail of their life, you know, what they do on Facebook, what do they watch, do they watch horror movies, what do they watch, you know what I mean? So mm -hmm. there's a lot to it. Yes, yeah. so we have to speak more on it. Okay, Amen. thank you. No Thanks. problem. Okay, we'll take one more question. Okay, I heard two. I will take the gentleman first, then I'll take the sister after. Go ahead, brother. Yeah, brother Frank. Yeah. Um, yes, brother Frank. Praise the Lord. Yeah. Praise God. Yeah. Um, just the the answer he gave, um, sister um, Augustine. 
Google is the mm-hmm. one who does that because um, a lot of people doesn't know that Facebook will um, own um, Google and wants you um, a messenger and WhatsApp. Mm-hmm. So the moment you go there, um, the, the moment you speak about something, like right, let's say you would uh, speak about a certain subject, it tends yeah. to pick you up and give you the information. But um, my thing um, is uh, about um, a popular Jamaican, Tootsie Bird. You know, I was praying when I heard that he got COVID, that God would have kept him, mm-hmm. so that I could be a witness to him. It's unknown to a lot of us. Toots grown up in the Seventh-day Adventist church. Yeah. And mother, um, one of his cousins is the union president um, of Jamaica. Yeah. And um, most of his relatives um, from that side are Seventh-day Adventists. And I was praying, you know, that I could have a concert and invited him, and, you know, to sort of bestow some honor in terms of community service because um, mm-hmm. in spite of their lifestyle, a lot of these artists do a lot of um, what we call good things, you know, to the community. And, you know, um, as the brother asked, I was wondering if there was something in my life that would prevent God from answering that prayer because um, I prayed like today and tomorrow he's gone. Yeah, so that 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 is my question. Whether okay, the cause of I was hoping for him to pull through. You know, his daughter in the church, his son-in-law. You know, so many people are faced in the church, and you know, um, we know he's straight because um, if you if you watch his um, um, biography, you realize that he were he says Naya and he mixing um, witchcraft into his um, music and so on and so forth. So, you know, I would be a witness to him to let him know that, you know, you can't serve God and Mammon. So I wonder if something was wrong in my life. Okay, all right. I, I usually use this testimony in case like this. There was a time when um, there was a, a friend of mine have a sister in Jamaica, and she had the Zika virus, and she had it bad, and they they flew, flew her to... Florida for treatment. The treatment cost three hundred thousand. And while she was there, they called for prayer, and we went into prayer, serious prayer, fasting. The entire team. And you know what? When we finished prayed, the Lord gave us a message or impressed our heart that He healed her. And in two or three days, she died. I was devastated. I, 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 I couldn't believe. I was like almost in a depression. And then the Lord says, who say I didn't heal her? I spoke to her heart, and she has given her life over to me before she died. Death is not the end. Why are you mm. looking at death as the end? When I just saved the individual from the second death, <laughs> mercy. Yeah, well, this just... was the prayer. Eh? Yeah, this was one of the things I was praying, you know, that God would have bring him to consciousness, even in his bed, bed and reveal himself it. to him. Amen, so, brother. you know, 
Amen, brother. That's amen, brother. So the Lord will answer that prayer. So we want to see healing in the physical, and we so want to see. And the Lord is teaching us that I can heal the individual and give them peace in their heart and make things right with me. So that taught me that when I pray for somebody, if it is God's will, they will be physically healed. Many people on the line experience the power of God. We prayed for them, the team, the ministry prayed for them, and they received healing through demonic conditions. And they come back and testify. And there's many people we're praying for, and they're not healed yet because the Lord is saying, it's not time yet. I'm building you up. I'm not releasing you yet. You know, so what we have to do is be patient and know that this is a spiritual world and God is going to do things in his time and in his stead. You know what I mean? So praise God. Okay, we'll take the last one. There's a sister. Brother Patre, good night. Good night. My question is, how would a young person know what is God's will for their life? And the second question is, what is your take on online relationships? Okay, okay, hold on, hold on again. And this is Sister, I know the voice. Sister Lorraine. Sister Merle from Connecticut. Okay, all right. The first question is, go on, could you just repeat them again, please? What, how would a young person know, a young man know, what is God's will for their life in connection with finding a wife? And the second question is, what is your take on online relationships? Okay. All right. Okay, two things. Okay, how do you know the will? You see, um, most people just believe in what they can see. They don't allow God to work because they see the Spirit of the Lord work from within the heart and He transforms. Yeah. It's a, it, it's a, it's a, the spirit of the Lord is unseen, the unseen power working. And God wants to move us away from the physical. And the reason why I answer like that, just not too long we spoke about families and what families are going through. Most people make commitment for marriage and counseling. They do counseling after they already purchase the wedding dress, they already booked the hall, that's when they go for counseling. They already made up their mind. Whenever you decided, I'm going to pray and ask the Lord to send me the right person. But when you pray such prayer, you have to exercise patience. Because the devil wants to give you everything right away. He will just say, here it is. To convince you. And then you end up in pain. There's so many marriages that is in pain that I'm telling you, it's like eight out of ten. You know, so when you see the stats and what people are going through, then the young people have to take a step back and say, I'm going to pray and just wait on the Lord. Pray, and if you are praying and you are living right, the Spirit of the Lord will even show you. 
full your spouse will be. He will show you in a dream, physically. That's the powerful God we serve when we wait and submit ourselves to him. So the key is to pray and to wait. And and you cannot, in terms of on, online, you, I would not do that. I'm not. I know many cases that started that way and most of them end up in in divorce. The thing again, if you wait on the Lord, God will direct your path. When you met somebody online, you don't know who they are. When you get to know them, what about their families? Are they from an occultic family? What's in their lineage? I told a lot of young people that, that you should check out the mom and the grandmother and the great-grand to see if there's a something in the lineage. You have to do that. If you don't do that, then you're setting yourself up. And sometimes a lot of us need to, people need to look on their own self first, do some self-purging before we are ready to really have a spouse because a lot of people want spouse but you're not ready because when you look on how some people will treat people. The words that come from your mouth, it's just not right. But we always see, seems to see others and not what we're doing. Because some people are running people from around them. They're driving them away. So I think the first thing is we got to also look within ourselves and say, am I ready for marriage? Am I marriage material? Am I willing to listen? Am I a dictator? You know what I mean? So there's so many things you have to look at. But the key is pray. Pray without ceasing. Amen. I thought I heard one more person was trying to say something more than once. This That's going to be the last one. Yes, go ahead. Can you hear me back there? This is Sister Nicole. Yes. Uh, mine is about Sister video Nicole. games. If you're, hi. If your child or children used to play video games and they don't play it anymore, um, concerning the the video game, is there a spirit? Is this the spirit still in them, or would they have to be prayed for? Or I mean, yes, they would have to be prayed for. Yes. So mm-hmm. if you have your children and they used to play video games like Pokemon, the animes, mm-hmm. Naruto. It's already open doors, and the spirit already enter them, and they'll be disobedient. They will, you know, they're pretty much possessed. And we have done. What if it's, me, Go ahead. What if the child does not believe that that spirit is on them, and sometimes you can see it, but they don't believe that that well, the spirit. Well, it's not. That's why they are a child. <laughs> That's why that individual is a child. They can say anything. You know, all you have to do is mm. watch the behavior the behavior of the child, and you can tell. You know, and you don't have to really tell them. You just anoint them and pray for them and ask the Lord for a breakthrough. But I have dealt with so many, and just um, yesterday I spoke about one. I spoke to a relative of somebody that really needs help, and he was exposed to Pokemon. He was collecting the cards. And now they don't do it again, but there's high-level demonic activities going on. So again, it relates to the card. 
I know that. I told you about a home that I visit where everything was turning over in the home, television, crashing on its face. And they came out and they're really broken up. And it happened all the time. And when we take a check, they used to play with Pokemon. You know, so we ought to be careful with the video games in our homes. And a lot of parents still don't get it and they don't believe. But one day, one day. Okay, I just have a short time to close. One more thing. I want me to ask you about Roblox. She don't believe that Roblox is one of mm-hmm. those. No, I found it's anime. Anime, Roblox? Yes. Well, of course. The animes, they're dangerous. So, and again, I had a list of video games one time that I could tell you the list. But we are to pray and really be careful of what our children are watching and what they're doing on the computer. You know, there's so many cases coming into us and they are like identical, identical. It links to video games because it's a mind control. It's the mind. It's a spirit of the mind attacking the young people. And and we really need, we really need God's people to really smarten up with our children. Because our children are coming under attack and because we are not paying attention. You know what I mean? So, you know, we're going to see a lot of these things happen in the last days. But we are to know that God is more powerful. God is more powerful. Amen. So I hope we'll get to do a program again on the video games and what it do to our children and how we are to be careful in what to do, okay? I'm going to do just a 10 minutes scripture here. And I'm asking you to turn with me to First um, Kings. And I'm just going to read something here in the here in First Kings um, 18, and I'll read verse 30. And it says, no, I'll read verse 21 first. Elijah came unto all the people and said, How long paused he between two opinions? If the Lord be God, follow him. But if Baal, then follow Baal. And the people answered him not a word. And the point is that a lot of people are stuck between making decisions. And how their life is. What I want to do in life. And does my life benefit my children? Does it glorify God? Who does it benefit when you live a good life and a respected life in the Lord? It's really, Elijah went to these people and said, make a decision. And the Lord is saying to us tonight, make a decision. And we start to realize whom we serve and whom we worship. And while he was saying that, if you go down to verse 30, it says, And Elijah said unto all the people, Come near unto me. And all the people came near unto him, and he repaired the 
altar of the Lord that was broken down. And the point about that is, he said to the people, come near, not so that he would be benefited, but others may see. Some people that God called to be teachers where he can use you to help others. In the simple things we do, God can use it to bless other people, to bless your neighbor, to bless somebody that that have no families, somebody that you can visit, somebody you can encourage. You know, the man of God said, come near here. I'm going to show you a thing. I'm going to show you. I'm going to allow and, and reveal the benefits of God, of serving God and be good to each other and love each other. And what he said first, I'm going to repair, he said, I'm going to repair the altar. And you can look within your life that probably something need repairing before we can come higher, before we can become more powerful for God. Perhaps our altars are broken down. Something is broken down in your life. It may be what you're going through, your relationship. It may be um, poverty, you're not making enough money, it may be loneliness something is broken down and it needs to be rebuilt and how do we rebuild brokenness and loneliness is by committing yourself to the Lord, is by staying encouraged and don't be depressed, don't get down into the miry clay God wants his people to be restored and be replenished so he said, a lot of things need to be repaired within our lives. If you reflect tonight, brethren, what do you need to repair within your own life? Is it something that happened to you when you were a child? Is it something your mom did to you, your grandparents, and it's still on your mind and bothering you? Is, is it unbelief? Is it doubt? What is it? that is right in you, that needs to be rebuilt, to be replenished. God can rebuild us. You know, as he used the man of God, Elijah, and Elijah was explaining, I said, come here, I'm going to rebuild the altar. I'm going to do something with my hands because this place is a place of the Lord. God is asking you, you know the story that he rebuilt the altar and he set all the stones and what he did with the false prophet. But the focus is not on that. Way to go down to verse 36. After he built the altar and he put water and the altar and the trench and all the different things he was doing, it's important what Elijah did. And it came to pass, in verse 36, it came to pass at the time of the offering of the evening sacrifice that Elijah the prophet came near and said, Lord God of Abraham, Isaac, and Israel, let, me this, let it be known this day that thou art God in Israel and that I am thy servant and that I have done all these things at thy word again it comes to prayer and how do we pray to experience the power of God Elijah came and he always used powerful men of God who pass on before 
he called unto the Lord and hear what he said to the Lord. He says, he says to the Lord, that's a prayer that he, he prayed. He prayed and he poured out to the God of heaven. You know, and he says, Lord God of Abraham, Isaac, and Israel, let it be known this day that thou art God in Israel. He just set up an altar and is asking God to show the people that you are God. How can we pray prayers like this? To ask God to show people around us that he's alive. When last have you laid hand on somebody that needs to be prayed for and you see the healing power? When last have you touched somebody and said, get up and walk in Jesus' name? When can you do that? That power is still available. He prayed a prayer and said, Lord, let people see and know. Verse 37 says, hear me, O Lord. Hear me that these people may know that thou art the Lord God, that thou hast turned their hearts back again. It's so powerful if you keep reading it. It's so powerful. I'll read one more verse. I know the time is is going, but I'll read one more verse. It's really powerful. Look at verse 38. It says, Then the fire of the Lord fell and consumed the burnt sacrifice and the wood and the stones and the dust and licked up the water that was in the trench. Brethren, the the fire came down and the crowd saw the fire because the man of God prayed. And verse 39, it says, And when all the people saw it, they fell on their faces and they said, The Lord, he is the the God. The Lord, he is the God. Listen, they are saying, The God that we used to serve the Baal God and those wood God and God of stone, they are nobody. This is the real God. When last have you prayed and the Lord reveal himself in such power that you glorify him and say, you God are real. You are powerful. When last have you reached that level with God? You know how you reach that level? is when we start to look on self and say, what do I need to declutter? What am I carrying in my heart? Am I carrying unforgiveness? Did somebody hurt me and I'm carrying that pain? Do you blame somebody for what you're going through? Do you blame your dad? Do you blame your uncle? Do you blame your grandmother for what you're going through? What if God wants to carry you through this way? So he can empower you. What if God is calling you to be an Elijah, to be a Daniel, a dear to be a Daniel? What if God is calling you, but you're running? What if, brethren, this is the last days. The spirit of the Lord is about to fall on many people around the world. You're going to see a lot of healing, a lot of power. It's going to break all demonic power. A lot of young people are possessed. A lot of 
older people are possessed. A lot of things are going on, but God is still on the throne. And he still want to do something through you. You are listening tonight. And the Lord knows you by name. He knows you're on the line. He knows you. He knows you're listening. Sister Barbara, he knows you by name, Brother Frank. He ordained you. He called you. He knows you, Brother Royce. He knows where you are. He knows you, Sister Rosa. He knows you. He knows what you're going through. He knows your situation. But he wants to let you know that he loves you. He cares for you. And he's saying, hold on a little bit longer. I'm going to help you, he's saying. I'm going to heal you. I'm going to bring healing to your child. I'm going to bring healing to your family. I'm going to restore everything that was broken. The God of Elijah have the power. Elijah called fire down and fire came down and consumed. Do we serve the same God? Do you know who you serve? Do you know that there's power on our side? Every day I'm praying as the Lord. Help me to get rid of self. Self is the biggest thing. It's the biggest obstacle from the power and the healing hands of God. It's self. We got to confess and say, Lord, take away self from me. Bring me down low, Lord. I want to be humbled. I don't want to have self in the way. I want to be empowered to lay hands and help people around the world. Only through the love of Christ, only God can help you tonight to display that love. Only God. The song that was sung was ideal. I want to be a Christian. In my heart. In my heart. I want to be a Christian. Not by lips. Not by the way you dress. Not by the things you do or the amount of money you have. But you want a genuine conversion. Lord, I want to be a Christian in my heart. In my heart, Lord, I want to be a Christian. You want to be real. You don't want to be superficial. You don't want to be fake. You want to be the real thing. God can come in. Jesus can come in your heart tonight if you only let him in. He promised he will come in and he will sup with you. Virgin, it's high time. A lot of people going through crisis. But the Lord is saying, listen, I love you. Don't give up. Come on, don't give up. No matter how it looks bad and how you're suffering, he knows what you're going through. All the struggles you're going through, you think God don't know? He knows. He wanted to know tonight that he knows you personally and he loves you. Everything is going to work out. Things are going to turn around. Just wait on the Lord. If you wait on the Lord, you will go up like wings, like with eagle. You will go higher, higher heights that ordinary birds cannot fly. God is saying tonight, as we close, as we get ready to take a prayer request, the Lord is saying tonight, just lean on me and just 
pray without ceasing that God will purge us. He will take away the self from us. The self is stopping a lot of God's people. The self-pity, look what I'm going through. Nobody loves me. Nobody cares for me. Look what I am going through. I pray tonight that we will have this relationship with Christ and he will take us to the next level. I'm going to pray a prayer before the prayer request. I'm praying for you tonight, whatever you have on your heart, just lay it out before the Lord, and I'm going to pray right now that God will give you peace. If somebody who cannot sleep at night, like Sister Nicole, she said she has been struggling sleeping. Whatever your situation is, just tell the Lord, I'm about to pray. You want God to do something for you. Just say it in your mind. What do you want God to do for you tonight? What is on the top of your list? Just make it known tonight. So after I'm prayed, you're going to praise God for that because it's going to happen. Let's pray. Father in heaven, hallowed be thy righteous and thy powerful name, the name that is above all powers, the name that is above principalities. Lord, we come to the name. Lord, I'm coming, Lord. We are your servant. We are descendant of your friend forever, Abraham. Father, you spoke about Isaac. You spoke about all your powerful people, the pioneers of the Bible. Father, we come and we are serving you, O oh God, the same God. So, Lord, we ask you to condescend by means of your power. May you touch every heart that is on the prayer line tonight. May you touch every individual who have made their requests known. Somebody, oh God, told you what they want you to do for them. Lord, I pray that you will answer the prayers of your people. Please, oh God, I beseech thee by thy mercies that you will answer the prayers of your people and everything will be known according to your power, according to your will, and I exalt you, Lord. I thank you for answering that mother. I thank you for answering that sister, that brother, that uncle, that aunt, that cousin. Whoever is listening, Lord, may you answer the requests of your people. And I now thank you in faith. I believe it's done. Somebody have been relieved from that headache. Somebody have been relieved from that stomach ache in Jesus' name. Father, on the Sabbath night, you have broken the power of darkness and you have loosed somebody. Somebody who haven't got any sleep is going to be able to sleep in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. It's done. Hallelujah, glory and honor. We give you all the praise, all the glory. In the precious name of Jesus Christ, I pray in thanksgiving. Amen and amen. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks for listening to the Bun to Christ Ministries podcast. We hope that you were blessed. Feel free to visit our website at buntochrist.com for more content and information. Also, feel free to contact us at buntochrist70 at gmail.com with your prayer requests or any questions you may have. May God richly bless you, and we'll see you next time.